Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. Shoplifting, carjacking, bank robbery. These are all the small-minded matters of casual thieves with no imagination. It takes a truly daring thief to go bigger. Today, I'll be sharing with you the people who went above and beyond, pushing the boundaries to the absolute maximum of just what exactly can be pilfered. Grab your loot bag and put on the balaclava as I explore some of the biggest things ever stolen. On May 25, 2003, an entire Boeing 727 was stolen right off the runway of Cuatro de Febrero Airport in Luanda, Angola. It did not have clearance to fly. It did not communicate with air traffic control, and it has never been seen again. It just veered precariously onto the runway and took off without any lights on. The FBI and the CIA searched the globe for years and couldn't find so much as an in-flight peanut. Two men were seen boarding the plane before it took off. American pilot and flight engineer Ben C. Padilla and a mechanic from the Congo named John M. Mutantu. Neither of the men was even certified to fly a 727, but both had been helping to carry out renovations on the plane in the months prior. Padilla's sister has stated that she believes he was somehow coerced into stealing the plane and is now held against his will somewhere. Others have speculated based on the fact that Padilla was previously found guilty of fraud that the theft was a money-making scheme. The mystery to this day remains unsolved. In a bizarre court case known as the United States v. One Tyrannosaurus Batar Skeleton, the matter in question was a stolen dinosaur. The ordeal began when Florida man Eric Prokopke brought the fossilized skeleton of a Tyrannosaurus batar, a relative of the Rex we know and love, from Mongolia to the UK and then to the US. In customs, he claimed that the bones came from UK soil. So on reaching the US, Prokopke auctioned off the dino for over a million dollars. However, when the Mongolian government became aware of the dinosaur's true origin, they prevented the sale from being completed. According to Mongolian law, fossils are culturally significant and their removal without official approval is illegal. As a result, Prokopke was arrested on counts of conspiracy to smuggle illegal goods, possession of stolen property, and false statements. He went to jail for three months and the skeleton went back to Mongolia. For something dead for millions of years, the literal Tyrannosaurus batar had quite the trip. Now let's talk about the crime of the century. Stealing a tree is never an easy task, but if this perplexing case from 2012 is anything to go by, the older the tree, the harder it is to steal. Indeed, it took a lot of planning and patience for poachers to steal one particular red cedar tree from Vancouver Island just off the southwestern Canadian coast. 
At 800 years old, the tree was a full 9 feet wide at the base, and the high quality of its wood made it an unfortunate target for poachers. On a routine stroll, park rangers had been baffled to find the tree cut 80% of the way through. It seemed someone had attempted to steal the giant tree, but had given up. Rangers brought in professionals and had the tree safely felled to avoid it collapsing and crushing unlucky hikers, leaving it to decompose and feed the forest. But this was all part of the thieves' plan. With the tree felled safely, they returned and stole the whole thing. Speculation arose as to how the thieves were able to source the heavy-duty machinery necessary to transport the colossal tree away, but however they did, and it was never seen again. For Buddhists at a temple in Tacoma, Washington in 2015, enlightenment came as usual by letting go of material objects. Only this particular type of enlightenment was much more literal than usual, as it involved the loss of a 3,000-pound, 12-foot-tall copper monastery bell. Police were baffled as to how thieves managed the theft due to the bell's enormous weight and size. The temple abbot speculated that the people who stole it wanted to make money with no consideration for the significance of it and how important it is in the practice of Buddhism. Indeed, bells are commonly used to signify the beginning of meditation, making them highly sacred to Buddhist monks. The thieves likely melted the bell down to sell the copper, or may have turned to the black market for a buyer. I doubt a pawn shop would accept a suspicious 3,000-pound religious bell. But sometimes a bargain's a bargain, I guess. After all, you never know what is going to come through that door. Christianity also experienced pious plundering in 2008 when thieves made off with an entire church. The holy building had stood in the village of Komarova since 1809 and was hauled off brick by brick. Initially, the theft went unnoticed as the church wasn't being used at the time and was located in a remote area of the town. Church officials had been considering resuming use of the building, but that plan was dismantled before their very eyes. Of course, they could still gather in the open-air foundations of the building every Sunday morning. In rural Russia, churches are targeted more often than you'd think as religious icons and building materials can be sold off for a profit. I like to think it all comes down to foul play between rival churches, but you'll have to ask the Pope. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. In the 1980s, somewhere in Tel Aviv, Israel, Major Aryeh Yitzhaki was restoring a World War II Mustang fighter plane for the Israeli Air Force. The plane was parked up at a reserve airfield waiting for transport to Israel's Air Force Museum. After fixing it up, Yitzhaki developed plans of his own for the vehicle. On an otherwise normal day, he flew the antique to Sweden and sold it illegally for $331,000. Six years later, the Israeli government finally tracked it down and retrieved it. So, at least this plane story has an uplifting ending. 
High Flyer Yensaki, on the other hand, had a much more grounded fate. The terrestrial confines of a jail cell. Some people build bridges, others burn them. In rare cases, some steal them. This was the case in 2012 when two men with little respect for history were arrested for stealing a 100-year-old bridge in China. The bridge was an easy target, as far as stealing entire bridges goes, because it was surrounded by construction sites and received very little foot traffic. Eventually, one of the bridge's few regulars attempted to stroll over the bridge and found that it no longer existed. A police investigation ensued and after an eyewitness described seeing the culprits lingering near the bridge with a truck one night, the police were able to track them down. The thieves confessed that they'd used two cranes and two trucks to pick up and move the 16 huge stone pieces that made up the bridge. That was a bridge too far indeed. Some people just have a taste for the biggest loot. And I don't just mean kids stealing their parents' credit cards to pay for upgrades on Fortnite. In 2017, Somali pirates with tastes on the large side managed to hijack a fully loaded oil tanker. The ship, called the Aris 13, had decided to take a time and fuel saving shortcut through what's known as the Socontra Gap. They soon regretted the shortcut after their ship got hijacked by local pirates. In a scenario reminiscent of a certain Tom Hanks film, ransom discussions soon began regarding both the crew and the ship's contents. Once the pirates realized the tanker was under the employ of prominent Somalian businessmen whom Somali pirates tend to avoid tussling with, they released the crew and later the ship without ransom. Despite being one of the biggest thefts of all time, the payout was nothing but deep water for the pirates. In 1968, for reasons still unknown, Soviet submarine K-129 sank 16,000 feet to the bottom of the Pacific Ocean, 1,600 miles northwest of Hawaii. At the time, Russian technology was unable to locate or retrieve the warhead-laden wreckage, but their Cold War rivals in the USA soon caught wind of the submarine's fate. The Americans weren't going to miss this opportunity to get their hands on a Soviet submarine laden with potentially useful documentation, not to mention intact nuclear weaponry. To keep things hush-hush, they assigned the CIA rather than the Navy to the case. In 1974, with an inflation-adjusted equivalent of $4 billion spent, the CIA built the Hughes-Gomar Explorer. This essentially involved grafting a giant skill crane onto a ship to drag the submarine up to the surface. The procedure wasn't perfect, and parts of the submarine broke off during recovery and sank back down. But the chunk the CIA caught on their expensive fishing trip did indeed contain nuclear torpedoes as well as some of the sailors' bodies. Inquiries about the operation, which was initially presented to the public as nothing more than a manganese mining operation, had a surprising cultural outcome too. Covering the tracks of the operation led to the development of the phrase, neither confirm nor deny. This is now known as the Glomar response after the name of the recovery vessel. As far as earthly objects go, things don't get much bigger than mountains. So for thieves who take the phrase go big or go home a little too seriously, stealing a mountain is the logical conclusion. 
Locals from the Humta village in eastern India are slowly but surely bringing the aforementioned phrase to life by stealing the peak of the nearby mountain, Humt Pahad. Locals chip away the rock to sell to property developers and use the earnings to feed their families. The village doesn't have much else in terms of industry, so people work 11 hours a day hewing the peak from a point into more of a stub. While this is illegal, local authorities tend to turn a blind eye as the mountain is one of the few sources of work in the area. A local businessman has even laid a claim of ownership upon the mountain in an attempt to remove the criminal edge from the operation, but the authenticity of the claim is questionable at best. Unless something changes, the locals will eventually have stolen an entire mountain. Impressive. Make sure you tune in next episode and you can guarantee you're going to be amazed. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.